Hi guys, I'm Connor. I'm the CEO here at VizCareer and welcome to the first ever VizCareer Vacancies podcast. This is where we talk about the most exciting jobs and opportunities on our platform right now. This comes off the back of last week's exciting news where we announced our ambitions and plans for the next few years, which means we're expanding as a company. And for this first podcast, we're going to be talking about some opportunities to join our team. To help me do that, I've got our very own and very lovely Shannon McKechnie, who is our Client Relationship Director. Hi, Connor. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I suppose we should dive right in. Yeah, absolutely. So I am recently joined the company and at that really exciting point in time now where we're ready to grow the team and it's effectively the sales team. Um, but I think, you know, we've, we've called it a client relationship executive because it is quite a different sale to what people may have been involved in previously. And what I'm looking for is two, you know, really confident, really engaging people to come in and help us identify clients where our platform will be able to add value to them and to the recruitment process. So it's everything from, you know, identifying the prospect. And the really great thing about it is that you're not restricted by geography. You're not restricted by, you know, which companies we've got models for small and medium enterprise for global businesses so it's a really exciting opportunity to be able to come in and really cast that net wide and I know that's something that as salespeople, um, sometimes restrictions can be quite frustrating in a job um, yeah. and I think the great thing is that every single day you get to use and work with the platform and take that to you know lots of different people across the world. In terms of the job title itself, you know, client engagement specialist, if, if someone isn't familiar with that title, is, is, that's not a sign that it isn't for them, is it? Or, or is there still hope for, for people Absolutely. that aren't familiar with that? Absolutely. And I think there's lots of newfangled job descriptions and job titles out there. And the reason that we've called it that is because it isn't, as one dimensional as a sales job you know it's not a case of picking up the phone giving a pitch and hoping that you close a deal there and then this really is about engaging with businesses on a short medium and long term to truly understand their pain points and how our platform could add value make life easier potentially reduce their costs so you do have to be engaged with them over a, a longer period of time, I would say. Um, yeah. And the reason I've called it a specialist is because ultimately you will have to become, obviously we will train you, but you will have to become a specialist in the Viz Career Digital Platform because you know only by knowing the platform and being intimate with it yourself will you be able to understand which elements will be able to make that client's life easier. And, and in terms of the candidates themselves, the type of people that we are looking for um, to join our expanding team, um, but what, what sort of attributes should someone have to be good at a job like this? That's a really good question because there's that, um, you know, saying and something that I've always loved by is that you hire for um attitude rather than ability obviously ability is important but hiring for attitude is really really important because we can train you on lots of the other elements and you know the the senior team have combined goodness it must be 40 50 years experience in recruitment and we really understand the platform so all of that we can give you what we're really looking for is a real confident attitude you know people who 
genuinely enjoy speaking to people, who genuinely enjoy getting out and meeting people and engaging with people. People, someone, you know, who is confident, lots of this will be done online um, and you'll have to demo to maybe more than one person. You know, you might demo to four or five people at some points. So being yeah. confident in your communication style is really important. I think another thing is, you know, that real target driven, you know, I know from my own point of view, having been doing this job, as soon as you get a client who agrees to a demo or you've came off and you've done a brilliant demo, somebody who gets that buzz from having that level of success. And I think that really does come from a sales a sales background where you're used to working towards targets. You know, you understand that you will get out what you put in. And personality is really important. You know, for me, I really want to create a real fun working environment where, yes, we all work hard, but we all celebrate our successes together as a team. And I really want people to join the team who will help us build that culture. And for me, I think that that culture is really important. I think um, we're, we're creating this exciting culture with the, the type of business that we are. We always want to be um, on the forefront of exciting times. And, and, you know, it's software that we build at the end of the day. But it's, it's, it's equally as much as it is about the role it's, um, you know, this kind of work-life balance. You want to wake up in the morning and, and enjoy going to work um, and not dread it. <laughs> so and I've been in that position before. I've been in that and position. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? When you have been in that position, it's, it becomes even more important to you to make sure that you create something where nobody ever feels that way. That, that, that's kind of on our shoulders, I suppose, to create that culture. Um, but yeah. I think so far, so good. I would have to agree. When it comes to our role, obviously, we need to enjoy what we do. Um, but the reason we all work and we get up in the morning at the end of the day is is to pay those bills and perhaps to go to sunny places in the summer. Um, it doesn't need to be your main driver. And indeed, in many occasions, it's not. But, you know, there is some realities around that. So it, it's only fair to talk about money. Um, so how much are we talking for this role? Yeah, I totally agree with you, Connor. And I think, you know, discussing salary at the, the forefront is really important because what we also don't want to do is get down a process and, you know, somebody then realises that it's not the right job for them because of the, the, the salary package. So just to yep. be really upfront, we are looking at paying £25,000 basic salary per annum. Mm -hmm. But there is on-target earnings, which we would go into in a lot more detail at an interview. But your on-target earnings annually would be 45000 I think there's this weird thing with salary sometimes as well that people don't like to ask it in an interview. It's, a, it's kind of a taboo subject on a first interview where, um, you know, from my past experiences, you find that people are, are scared to ask it in case the employer suddenly suddenly thinks that that's their main driver or they're only here for the money. But at the end of the day, it's a very real thing that people need to know about. When it yeah, comes to and you know, do you know what I think it is, Connor? There's some real conflicting advice out there in the market, isn't there? Um, yeah. I know certainly if, having come from a recruitment agency background, um, it was always drilled into us you know, to not allow the candidates or not encourage candidates to discuss salary. And that would be left up to your recruiter. So if you're somebody who's worked with an agency before, I understand why you would feel that way. However, yeah. if you're doing your own job search, it is really important that you feel confident enough 
and that you, you know, you might need a bit of guidance on that, but that you're able to discuss salary because, again, you know, you don't want to waste your own time. You don't want to waste the employer's time by going through an entire interview process, potentially being offered a job, and then actually it doesn't meet your salary expectations. And that just leaves everybody a little uncomfortable. So I agree, Connor, it's definitely best to, to discuss it up front. And, you know, that's the type of thing that there's lots of things online and lots of people out there that can give you advice on how to do that. I mean, I, I think even from when I was in recruitment before as well, some of the clients that I had worked with were, um, how do I put it? They, they never really wanted to reveal salary until the 11th hour. Um, and as the recruiter, it always puts you in a position because it's the first, sometimes it can be the first question that, um, people ask especially when you're headhunting so you're approaching them um you know i i think you've got to do it ends up leaving the, the headhunter the recruiter in this kind of awkward position where you have to be um very clever about how you discuss it um, when in actual fact you know the, the employer would be better just being open with it and granted sometimes there's a salary banding depending on experience I think the way that, that we kind of run our own recruitment is, you know, putting the, the, the correct foot forward, that transparency and all aspects of the role, salary being one of them. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think certainly from, from my point of view, I just always try and think, you know, how would I feel if I was in that process? I certainly wouldn't want to go through an interview process blind around what the salary was because let's face it you know we've all got bills to pay and you know money yep. isn't my key driver it never has been but I still have to pay my bills and I still exactly. have to feel that I'm being fairly rewarded for the job that I'm doing and I think that links really nicely into motivation. Now in, in order to apply for this it, it's not simply a matter of of sending in a CV is it, it it's it's all about video obviously that's at the centre and the, the core of what we do um, but what will the process entail for the candidates? Well, that is the brilliant thing. I think, you know, as you say, what we do is video first and it makes sense that that's the process that we would follow. But if you think about it this way, by getting involved in this process video first, that isn't necessarily, it's not actually an application. That's you straight into the interview process effectively. Because the way yep. that the platform is set up is we will be asking you questions either on video or via text the way that we would ask at an interview, the only difference is, is that it's it's not live in the first instance. So if you think about it this way, that if you apply for this job with Viz Career Digital, you'd actually come straight into an interview process. And at that point, we then review all the applications and we would then come back and decide which candidates we would bring into live interview, which again would all be done on the platform. And that's it. And I think the wonderful thing about video um, in general not just specifically our platform, is that it allows you to meet the candidates before you meet them. There's so much more to a person than they could put in a CV. Um, I, I think, you know, it, it allows us to bring our our business and um, our opportunities to life on the platform through video, but equally through us kind of giving that information and that deep dive kind of insight um, to us and you know the familiar faces that they would be working with such as your own Shannon mm -hmm. then 
we're encouraging them to do the same. You know, come to life on on the videos. Let us know about you. You know, what's your drivers in life, not just for, you know, what, what you think you want us to hear when you're pursuing this job. Um, but, you know, it, it, it allows us to get to know you. And I think that's really important because hopefully we'll be working alongside you on a daily basis. <laughs> so I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, one of the, the real successes that I had when I was working in recruitment all these years ago is when you would run a, a temp desk, you know, you wouldn't ever have to send a CV to clients and the amount of opportunities that we would be able to create for candidates who maybe didn't have the exact experience that a client would look for on paper, but the amount of people who got that opportunity and then went on to you know, get a permanent job, move up within the company. So I just always think if it was me, I would rather sell myself on video than have a bit of paper sell me because it might not always bring to light all the skills, qualities and attitude that you have. Yeah. And if we're talking about hiring for attitude, then what better way to showcase that than video? Just on attitude. I mean, how do you put attitude on a CV? You can't. Um, and I think that is one of the fundamental flaws of a lot of a lot of recruitment processes is the fact that people dial down on qualifications and specific experience when what we are looking for and what a lot of people maybe should look for is what drives the individual what's what are they passionate about why are they motivated for the role um, not did you do good in university 10 years ago you know Absolutely. it's uh, a lot can change in a decade um, <laughs> so I don't think qualifications and experience should necessarily define people um, as important as they can be I, I think that the video just opens up the forum to, to get to know people yeah I agree so deadline what's the the closing date for this role is there a deadline so there isn't actually a deadline I suppose the deadline will be when I find the perfect candidates um, and I think that's that's also important because you know, I never want to miss out on a candidate who's maybe just came on to the market. As you say, you know, things, a lot can change in a decade, a lot can change in a day in this world. Um, yep. So for me, that you know, ideally we want to move really quickly. I want to have my team in place next month. So as soon as, you know, applications come through, they'll be considered right away. And rather than having, you know, waiting two weeks and then the, the closing date comes and that's when we review them, we will review them as and when they come in. Speed is really, really important to us. Um, and we understand how important it is to get back to candidates quickly rather than have them sitting in a process waiting for other people to apply. Yeah, you know, letting people know where their application has went and has it been viewed and, and, and what is the feedback. I think you've got to keep peep, people in the loop. So, Shannon, it's your third week. What's it like to start a new job during a pandemic goodness is do you know I'm, I'm actually really glad that I've had this experience because you know years down the line I'll be able to talk about it what I would say is I've, I've been made to feel really welcome I've been made to feel you know everything that I need to be able to be set up working from home I had to make sure that I was ready to go and I think this is one of the wonderful things about working for a technology company you know we use Slack rather than, you know, email. So I feel really, really connected to the guys. Um, and yeah. we were lucky enough to get a day, you know, socially distanced and it was essential work purposes where we got to meet 
in person, which was absolutely lovely. But I genuinely feel like I've been here for a lot longer than sort of two and a half, three weeks. Um, and I think that just goes to show probably, you know, how welcome I've been made to feel and how involved I've been made to feel in everything really quickly. And I'll make sure that that is the case for whoever comes in to join the team next. I'm really glad to hear that as well. But equally, I think what the pandemic has done is, you know, made us all think as, are we going to go back to that kind of nine to five in the office? Well, BizCareer never did that anyway. Um, I think there'll be a lot of hybrid models. That's something that we're really focusing on, um, is to create that great environment, not just through this pandemic, but, you know, moving beyond this pandemic and, and looking to the future. And that's it, Connor. I think to create a truly inclusive environment, you have to take each individual person on a case-by-case basis. You know, you have to treat each yeah. individual person's needs as one. And I think that's the only way that you can truly create an inclusive business. And I understand that for larger businesses, that can be more difficult to do. But I think that if organisations aren't already starting to consider how things may look in the, you know, the normal world, that that may well have an impact on them, not only attracting talent, but retaining talent as well. So it's definitely very topical. And what I would say just to, I suppose, conclude on that point is that I feel more connected here in this company in this short period of time I think because it's an organization a business that's been set up to do that from the outset so we haven't had to try and change our behavior we haven't had to try and change our culture and environment this is the way it's always been Um, and I think sometimes it can be quite difficult to, to make those changes if we don't have everybody on board but certainly from you know people that I've spoke to most people are looking at hybrid type working setup. Okay, so to round off, um, we hope that you've enjoyed listening and finding out a little bit more about Viz Career. And if you're sitting there thinking, right, now I know a little bit more about a client engagement specialist, that sounds right up my street, then all you have to do is head to vizcareer.com and get your application in. As I said, we don't have a closing date, but I'm really keen to get moving on this and I'll be reviewing applications all of this week and next week. So hope to hear from you soon. We'll be back very soon with another podcast where you can hear about the most exciting job opportunities on this career. Job hunting doesn't have to be a boring afternoon scouring through millions of websites. With Viz Careers Vacancies podcast, you can search for the next big step in your career whilst cooking, driving, or even whilst you're out on a jog.